On this week's episode of Therapeutic Controller Podcast, we talk about the delay for Cyberpunk 2077. Also, the lead director of Halo Infinite leaving? What does that mean for the title? And we talk about Nintendo's newest Nintendo Direct Mini Partner Showcase. All that and more on this week's episode of Therapeutic Controller Podcast. Let's get it going. Welcome to Third Party Control Podcast. I'm your host, JCPS Libra, with... Beto Sparza. And... Joe Ramirez. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Third Party Control Podcast. It has been a while since we've had our regularly scheduled programming, where we celebrated Mario's 35th anniversary celebration. We worked hard on that one, so I hope you guys enjoyed all four episodes of the Mario Brothers specials, including our Halloween spooktacular on Silent Hill. I'd like to thank the people who worked on it. Not only the guys who did a fantastic job, but our buddies Trino, Janice, and my niece. But the biggest thing that happened, the most amazing thing, the Dodgers, world champions. That's right. Series champions. I'm cool. Exciting. Joe, were you excited? Uh, (laughs) you know, I haven't been very, uh, very into like baseball, like mm-hmm. in forever. But I mean, if I have a favorite team, it's them. So yeah, it's cool. Yeah, Beto. But you know, it's also a COVID season. It's always going to go down as an asterisk, whether you're a fan no, or not. Bad. And all the haters are always going to say no, that. So be prepared for that. But what about the guys who cheated last time? True. Yeah, they're still considered could be champions. Could could be them, although. Although in, in the in the scope of things, I mean, nothing really happened to the cheaters. So I mean, you know, I know that's fucking really shitty. Yeah, let's get to it, Beto. Hey, suffer. Hey. Other than playing Madden, I picked up NFL Head Coach 08, and I played it quite a bit today. It's fucking fun, dude. Like, I, I've, I haven't had this, like, this fun with, like, a, I don't know, like a simulation type of game in a, in a while. Like, because it starts you off, you're, you pick your favorite team, so you're the head coach. I'm the head coach of the, the Oakland Raiders, and that's when they had Jamarcus Russell. Remember Jamarcus Russell? How fucking bad he was. <laughs> How you can know? I forget? I didn't. I didn't realize that he was only with the team for like two or three years. Yeah, it was one. It felt like forever. That's still like, one of the still one of the biggest busts of all time. Oh my god, yes. But he, um, he actually he's not he's not terrible in this game. But he does try to scramble because well, they didn't know him yet. <laughs> yeah, but I've been playing it. It's it's a lot of fun. There's there's a lot of there's a lot to it that I'm still learning. So, uh, you could sign because like preseason and like during a certain amount like. I think week eight of or week, or week ten of the regular season, you could trade and you could trade players and stuff. Yeah. So I've been just kind of getting my team better, mm-hmm. and uh, it's I don't have a lot of money right now in the game because I get like this. There's a salary cap, and it's I don't have a lot to uh, sign people. But 
so far like the I like the the build up the practices before the big game on Sunday uh it's it's been a lot of fun so like um you can every every day of practice you can focus on something so like oh you want to focus on passing running whatever or help it uh focus on developing your rookie running back and at the time it was Darren McFadden who who played for the Raiders so I kind of develop him too but I've been uh just like developing some players so they could get better and uh during the the game it's pretty fun because you can like you're just picking the plays that you want to run and then you have to pick the plays that you practice with to be successful to be able to move the ball down the field so if you pick a play that you didn't really practice your your team will actually be confused and not run the play well because so, I I did one that they I hadn't they had no idea how to run the the play, so it was like a run pa- a run play where the 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 running back just ran down the the side like fucking outside uh, one of the tackles, yeah. and uh, the the quarterback just held the ball like he didn't know what to do, so he got sacked, and then there was another pass play that I did the same thing on where where. Uh, the quarterback, he just held the ball, and like t- kind of like he, he looked confused too, and they even mentioned it. Like, what's he doing out there? Like the one of the offensive coordinators. So they they'll even mention stuff like, "Oh, hey, you're not you're not doing this right." And like, oh, make okay. sure you your 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 team's like uh, knows what they're doing. And they go, like, oh, "Okay, I can't run that play because they don't know it yet." But once you start running the plays that you that you practice with, that's when you can uh, actually be able to move the ball around more. And same thing on defense too. Like you'll you'll get blown out really bad if you don't know a, a defensive play. But so far, I've been playing it, and then I've won so uh, my first two season games, and I I've blown them out really bad. And like my team's overall isn't very good. But I don't I don't know if it's like a easy difficulty. I don't know if you could change the difficulty. But uh, yeah, I've won my first two games, and it's. So far, I haven't really gone too deep into like the trading or signing or even a draft because you could start off either preseason, a uh, preseason of the 08 season, or or the draft of the 08 season. But I just started. I decided to start with the preseason instead, and I'll just do the draft at the very end of the season. But yeah, it's 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 been dope. I'm, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. So um, I don't know. I guess uh, I want to see if I can like. Go to another team or get fired. See what happens when I get fired <laughs> or if I get promoted and stuff. So that's I've just been playing that. I've been playing a bit more of Madden too. I haven't really touched much else. But yeah, that's that's it for me. What about you, Joe? So fool. Um, I play. So I I finished uh finished Madden. <laughs> <laughs> I finished uh Yoshi's Crafted World. Ooh, oh, nice. Wow. Yeah. And uh, it's a good game, man. It's like I said before. It's 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 nothing. It's not a very, uh, not a challenging game. It's not a very, you know. It's not like this deep, deep game underneath it all. But I mean, but it it's took got you a like lot about of cool, a year and a couple months it's, to beat it, though. It's fun, man. Like and I know, and I, I only played it at certain. But like I kind of went back. You took your with time with it. You didn't rush yeah. it. But it's a. It's a just a. It's just a good. Uh, it's one of those like uh, Nintendo. Like Yoshi's almost like a palate cleanser. Like you yeah. play that and you're like, yeah, this is just adorable. It was really fun. Uh, like I said, and I love the uh, the uh, um, the art style 
and just everything actually scared me one time there's an actual uh, area in the game where like uh it's almost like it's like the i don't know what it's called but it's like the spooky area and like these enemies will jump out will, will come out of the little uh out of the uh cardboard houses and and chase you and i was like whoa the first time it happened i was like i can't believe this game actually got me but um yeah you get to the you, you just you know it's it's a really uh i you know it's a fun game you know if you like the yoshi series i i you know totally would recommend it um played that oh i played uh i played some doom eternal um oh yeah i saw you play that yeah yeah I want to go back to it. It's fucking, it's fun, man. Like mm. that game, you know. I want to get deeper into Doom Eternal, uh, and I stopped. I haven't played in a little bit, but man, that's just a lot of fun, man. I love the original Doom, and I got started to play Eternal, and I was like, yeah, yeah, it just lays right off. I like how they changed a couple of things. Now they basically just they 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 don't even start you off with a base gun anymore. They just give you the shotgun. The shotgun mm. is like your stock weapon now. That's cool. And then you go from there. Um, Doom Doom is on Game Pass too, right? Doom and Doom Eternal. I believe both of them are. Yeah. Okay. Doom Doom Two got added, or Doom Eternal got added in in sometime this month in October. And then yeah, just been playing Madden. We started a, a kind of a new side league. Um, you got a side we, bitch? I actually uh, side bitch up, I deleted twenty. Oh, you, you deleted? 20. Yeah. I was like, it's time. I haven't. We've, we've yeah. run our course, and I and I deleted yeah. it. Did you cry a little bit? Did you did bit, you yeah. did you give it a little it like send off like we had good memories? I'm yeah, up to something I was like, else. I had to put it like I was putting it down. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> time, just rest. Close your eyes. It'll be fine. Don't fight um, it. But uh, we started a, a secondary league. But it's just gonna be me, Bethel, and and uh, and Dave. And uh, <clears throat> it's kind of it's gonna be fun. I kind of just came up with the idea like just taking over one of the worst teams, and then trying to build it up. And actually, we're gonna do it to where the guy, the team, the guy. We put a couple. I put a couple of rules in place um, to make it so it's not that you can't do it that quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as with trading and stuff like that, but we're gonna make it to where, like, over the course of a few seasons, you know, the goal is gonna be. Uh, obviously, the goal is to you know win the Super Bowl, but the, the, our secondary goal is to be the first guy to create a, a ninety level overall team, and whoever does that first is going to win $10 in PSN money from the losers. So, oh. we have a little, yeah, we had a little thing. It was like, that's pretty cool. Nice. Of course, Bethel broke the, broke, broke the rule uh, the first day. Uh, the Bethel's first day always breaking down. rules, man. Jesse, huh. this is what Joe said. All right, let's start a new league with no rules. Okay. And I can start implementing a bunch of rules. Once we added the PSN money, I put the rules down, and your response was, Oh yeah, sorry. I really didn't. I didn't read the rules. It's like, which is the same thing you said in the other league. You're no, like, honestly, oh, yeah. I Jesse was when we went to go. Like, yeah, I didn't really read them. I don't think Jesse, Bethel, I've, I've come to believe now that Bethel is actually illiterate. He doesn't <laughs> read at all, and he just gets by. No, I, I skimmed through it because Jesse and I were at that time we were having that conversation on on uh, Discord. Jesse and I were at Korean barbecue. We were getting our fucking grub on, and then I, I, I was having two conversations Just at like the same you time. Blame food. I have, no, I'm blaming on having two conversations at the same time. That's what it was, and then I didn't read the now I'm the offended. rules. Well, now I'm offended have, that you, you didn't give me you my full have, attention. Uh, entertained your main con- your your main uh, conversation, which would have been Jesse, yep. and then you could have looked at your phone later on. I'm it offended was. that you were, but you guys me. were. 
You see? You guys, now you've got Jesse mad now. You, you guys could, were you said, rules. You could have said, wait, Joe's texting me. Let me read this real quick. I would have been like, understandable. I will continue eating my <laughs> Korean barbecue. You guys were <laughs> establishing all these rules. I wanted to get in on it just in case there's something that I, that I wanted to input, you know? Something I wanted to uh, add to it. Um, but once Bethel knew all the rules, and then we started to get going then. Then he asked for an amendment because he didn't like one of the players that he initially put as one of his, like... That's what? a long story. It's just... Oh, shit. I basically made it akin to, like, uh, being the commissioner of this league is, like, uh, I believe I wrote down, it's like being a security guard at the uh, at, 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 a, at a mall where, uh, like, you're... Basically, Beto is like the YouTube influencer girl that's in line to get the new uh, Kylie Jenner makeup. And I got to make sure that he doesn't cut in line. That's okay. basically what it's uh, <laughs> being the commission's like. He's not denying it either. There's no rules. Uh, uh, rules League is pretty cool, though. I wanted to make I wanted to put the rules in place because otherwise we'd all have ninety teams within one season. It was too easy. It would get fucking boring. Is why, when I, basically why I had already got into eighty eight uh, overall that that fucking day. Yeah, you see, you, you, you just because there's some why players. Did you, why did you get Saquon? By the way, I don't you know. Him. You had Matt Breda. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, like, I don't know. <laughs> I saw it and then I started playing with them. I was like, I didn't get him. I know. I, I, like, 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 I, I, I looked at your lineup and I'm like, you have Matt Breda. I'm like, he's good enough, actually. You could have. Yeah, he's really him. fast. Yeah, I, I great regretted it right away because he was so simple to get to. That's why the Madden yeah, game, should... the Madden game itself is what do you call it? It's like for running backs. I've learned that all you need is a 90 or 91 uh, at, at my like at the at the minimum a 90 91 level speed running back and you can you can kill with that that's all yeah. you need so i always now now i look at that game and i go running backs aren't really valuable to me because you can you just make them you can just get them yeah so we we created that league and and that's what we've been doing uh, we as a secondary and then in the main league our main league we started our second season and um it's going along pretty good it's been fun we didn't talk about the controversy uh, dude the controversy with the Dolphins guy. Oh yeah, we had to kick out our we had to kick out our first uh, our first uh, member of the league. We had to we had to give him the boot. Really? Why? He joined the league. He was recruited in. We he joined, and you know he seemed like a cool guy. And and then he just but he just he just uh, he had a lying problem. He just didn't know how to follow the rules and would lie about it and like try to pretend like he didn't know any better. So like after the second time, it was like, all right, this guy's got to go. And then he came. He tried to kid us like with like a a, a little insult, but I thought it was hilarious. Dave was already on. He just deleted it, and he was like, "Yeah, you're done." Yeah. So yeah, because he 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 was just like he ran up the score on the computer, and we're like, "You have a certain uh, amount of points that you can score against a computer." Yeah. Uh, a difference, and um, he just went past it by so much that I, I I called him out and I was like, "Hey, what's going on? Why why'd you score so much?" Like. Uh, uh, it's it's uh you know there's a 28 point uh difference and it's like oh yeah it was it was close up until the fourth quarter and he scored like 42 points in the fourth quarter it's like you could have stopped at 28 points like you I don't know why you why you kept scoring it's like oh my bad and then he's like oh this fucking guy yeah, like he just kept lying about this shit and then uh, he lied like, on trades uh, yeah he had draft. a he already like lied a few times, but like that that one too was like he, he was like I, I you could tell I was like hey you're letting the court you're letting the computer score so that you can score more, 
Yankees. It was just a not a non-realistic score. It was like 77 to 47. And I was like, and that's that's fine if you're in a league that promotes it. That's cool. Like I don't care, but like obviously our league isn't about that. It's we try to add a little bit of realism where we can in the game. So, you know, he just kept breaking the rules. So it was like, all right, he got the boot. But luckily, we've uh, we just recently uh, we were able to replace him with a couple of guys. We got two guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think he the the Bills guy. He didn't play his this the, this game that just passed. So hopefully he's he's you know I, I mean uh, hopefully he's sticking around. But yeah. Um, then we picked up one other person, so it's going pretty good. But the, I think I feel like the highlight hasn't even been the game so far. It's just been the Discord that we're all in because it's been pretty fucking funny <laughs> as of late. Um, we have a couple of guys in there who are definitely getting very comfortable with the Discord now, uh, specifically Bethel's buddy Rick. <laughs> he listens to the show, so if you're gonna talk shit. Like... <laughs> Rick, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> no, he. Uh, it is funny because he beat me. Uh, he beat me in. Uh, it's the first time he's beaten me, and still, like, it's so funny because like he was. I can tell it's genuine because he was like after the game, he's like my heart was beating so fast when I was when we played, and like he's told me that like two or three times, and every time I've always been. That's funny because I don't feel the same thing ever when I play. <laughs> but he won. Like he no, he came out and won. Um, he won the game, and, and I was like, oh, damn, all right. So, you know, he, he got his first win on me. But, uh, yeah, ever since that, it, it's been uh, – he's just been on and on. Apparently, like, like his thing right now is I'm a cheater <laughs> for some reason. Yeah. He ain't lying. <laughs> and, uh, and my thing on him lately has been that he's got an old team. I think today I got him the best because he, like, flipped me off on the Discord. And I was like, yeah, that hurt. With the old man. That- <laughs> yeah, because uh, – he was trying to figure out, he's like, how do I get development upgrade uh, challenges? And like Bethel first started telling him, I like, and to be fair, like I, I wasn't saying anything. Like I was being helpful. And all of a sudden he just starts jumping in like, nah, my, I'm my team in the game is the Eagles right now. And he's like, yeah, Eagles knows he's, he's just cheating. He's holding out. And I'm like, what? Huh? I'm like, I maybe he doesn't because he, he's a Cowboys fan. So he doesn't like the Eagles. Maybe he just fucking automatically just starts like shit. Well, because I'm always giving him a little bit of shit yeah. here and there, so I think he's starting to like chill. Like he's opening up more, and then he just started to uh, he started to go uh, like like in. So finally, I'm like, I was like, I finally hit him with this one. I was like, well, half your team's over forty, so they don't give uh, development upgrades to guys that are about to retire. And then <laughs> so he got real mad. <laughs> but like, uh, he's actually been funny. Like uh, I, was, yeah. I was telling uh, some of his. He really he listens to this. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's how you got it. You get, that's how you got into uh, our league because he was like, I, "You guys make me want to play." And I was like, "Fucking join!" And he fucking beat me in the goddamn Super Bowl that first goddamn season. Yeah, he did. But I got him back. <laughs> yeah, but he'll do the thing now too, where like uh, I, I started, uh, I started calling him Detective Rick because if there's ever something going on that's going to be questioned generally by him and it's just <laughs> it's really really funny sometimes it's a little annoying where i'm like just shut up dude it's fine just let it go but uh the, I, feel, the I, I was like that too at first because I, I wanted to fucking follow the rules like make sure everything's going right i don't want anybody fucking around like that's why i was really skeptical about that dolphins guy like this guy from the beginning just something he said i was just like uh, i don't know about this guy and then he started doing all those trades and was just like mm, i don't know yeah so yeah but, uh, i think that's what he's doing but, but he, uh, I think my favorite one was like when, uh, cause, uh, we, when we had the, our old league, it was funny because it was like we were always like, well, who's gonna, who's, you know, 
we're always waiting on one person. There was one person that always like, you know, and I'm, I think in the beginning it was kind of me. It was me. Yeah. But then when Rick came along, it was Rick. And, uh, and, and then like now he, uh, he's on everybody. Now, like it's a, it's another character. It's another guy, Titan. And Rick's like all over him. Like every, <laughs> almost every other night it's like, have we moved forward yet? Yeah. Wait, has Lee moved forward yet? Is Titan we, we know Titan, and I'm always like, dude, chill. It's he's. I mean, it's like it's 36 hours for each advance. Yeah. So like, you know, you don't have to like. It it, it it doesn't matter if he if he plays or not. It's gonna come soon. But yeah. it's like it's like, was he gonna play? Because I want to know if he's gonna play his game against me. Like, I'm like, dude, just just chill. And then I think one week he did it, and I looked, and I'm like, you have a buy. It doesn't even matter if you play. Like, I, I didn't tell him anything, but I remember looking. I'm like. He had a buy, he, so he's always complaining for the week to move forward, and he wasn't even playing. He wants it's to, just, dude. He wants to play. He's addicted now. I know. It's just, it's funny sometimes, though. Like, yeah. When, but we all kind of get into it, and then like uh, the Ravens, we have a, a guy with Ravens. He's he's been pretty cool, and he's he's been a he's been a good uh, good sport, and he jumps in with stuff too. And it's yeah, it's been a lot of fun. We finally yeah. kind of so far we hit our 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 first goal, which is eight players in the league. Um. My my end goal, we're gonna see how that goes for now. But my end goal is to get at least sixteen players. You know, I, I don't think we want to do a full thirty-two player league because mm-hmm. I think that would just thirty trying to manage thirty-two people in the league. I think would be just I I, I don't think it would be it'd be too much. Yeah, it would. And you see a lot of leagues uh, dissolve and crumble because it's too much of a it's it is too much of a you end up with a commissioner who uh, is in over his head and then just you know lets it go to shit. And uh, I think with uh, with Dave as our commissioner, he he does he, he enjoys that kind of stuff. So it's like, uh, but even he was like, yeah, I don't want to do a whole thirty two. He's like, that's too many people to like have to manage. So um, yeah. I think eventually we'd like to get the league up to like sixteen, and then mm-hmm. just just kind of go from there. It'd be fun. Sounds cool. But yeah, it's been it's been a lot of fun, man. I mean, yeah, I'm, cool. you know, and I and I got like you know, still kind of sort of recruiting like people like here and there. I'd be like, yeah, just join, man. And, you know, it's it's and then, you know, honestly, our our little Discord has become like the fun, like almost the funnest part outside of playing the game. Just hearing everyone complain or just yeah. crap, you know, shit talk to each other suck. a little bit. <laughs> we we'll just gang up on people sometimes. They just we didn't even talk like about that, huh? So we recently, uh, we we finished the last season, and the, we all made it to the to the playoffs, and we almost all of us lost to the computer, Jesse. Uh huh. That, that's how bad we are. We were that first season. <laughs> I lost to the Colts. The Colts have have a fucking really good team, and they beat the shit out of me. Well, they didn't beat the shit out. It was really close, but I ended up losing. And then uh, the Ravens guy, he lost to him previously the season the week before. And then Joe made it to the Super Bowl. And then guess what? He lost to the Colts. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so we all lost to the computer. Con- continuing my streak of uh, of uh, losing the big game. <laughs> Yeah, that's fucking annoying. But you know, yeah, it's uh that first season. I feel like we've all kind of like we've already hit that stride. Although a couple of us have, lo- I mean, I haven't lost to the computer outside of that one game. But uh, I think some games. other guys have lost because I mean they're they're newer. But uh, I feel like you know I was like yeah I think you know uh, I hopefully like maybe eventually everyone gets good enough to where we can maybe even throw it up to the the next difficulty. You know, because mm-hmm. I don't want it to get too easy. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. So, but no, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's continuing to be fun. So yeah, it's been good. Jesse, what about you? I've been playing little things here and there. Um, I actually went back 
because they had an event for Halloween. And I said, you know what? This looks cool. I'm going to try it out. I went back to Animal Crossing. And I played it because they had their Halloween event. And it seemed cool. Because I was like, oh, dude, I want to deck out my house in Halloween stuff and do all that. Uh, within the first week, I got everything that you were able to get decoration-wise. And you're able to plant pumpkins, grab candy. You can only buy one candy a day. But within a week, I was like, uh, okay, I kind of did everything. What else is there to do? And I don't know. I still played every day this month, Animal Crossing. Every day. But uh, uh, it, it, it's not that great. <laughs> it's a bummer. It's a bummer because it was like, oh, cool, Halloween. And the stuff they had was cool. But then looking up online, people were just like, yeah, you know. Because you could get, when you grow pumpkins, you get orange pumpkins, white pumpkins, or green pumpkins. And then you can buy pumpkin designs at the Nook's Cranny or whatever. But then I find out, like, oh, okay, when you get the candies, then you can give the candies to the villagers on Halloween. And then they give you the recipes to make those de designs for the pumpkin stuff. The only thing that you won't get is a fence. But then I'm like, how the fuck do you get the fence? But then by that time, I was like, all right, whatever. It, it's just been every day, 20 minutes, and then that's it. And it's just like, I even went, I went farther ahead to kind of be like, you know what? I'm going to make things and put them outside people's houses for Halloween. Let's decorate the townhouses in Halloween stuff. Just one thing, you know? And I did that, and that's it. I was like, no one said, hey, thank you for doing that in front of my house. That's the nicest thing or whatever. The game know. isn't programmed that way. No, I know. It's just the more I play Animal Crossing, the more I just feel like I just wanted to do more. And it just doesn't do more. And they should have just doing ported the same New Leaf. Thing. What? They should have just ported New Leaf. Or at least give you... But even that, like I was thinking about it today because for the past couple of months, I need two more things in my to finish my fossils, you know, the in the museum. Out of four months, I've only gotten one of the last thing. So I have one more thing I have to get. So I'll just stockpile all the, 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 the fossils. I'll stockpile them and then just do them all at once to see if I can get what I need and never know. I don't know, I'm to the point where it's like, the, the Halloween event was cool, but I got through whatever it was within the first week. And now tomorrow, I'm gonna see how that turns out. And that's it. I don't think I'm gonna go back for Thanksgiving or Halloween. I mean Christmas. I was, a while ago, I was thinking about going back into it, but not anymore. But every time I would dig up like a a, a fossil and it was amber, I was just gonna send it to your cousin Amber. Just, to, <laughs> just keep sending her a bunch of amber. Yeah. I, I I like Animal Crossing, but like just playing through it again, I'm just kind of like I'm tired of talking to Blathers. And he says the same shit. Same shit. I just, um, I hate talking to people and they keep saying the same thing. The only thing that got me excited is these last three days. You know when you start the game and then uh, Isabel's talking to you? She's wearing a witch hat. That's the most excitement I had this whole month. I'm like, oh, she's wearing a hat. That is it. I saw a meme that does it. I forget what it was. It was like Simpsons or something. It's like, she's wearing a hat. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. all excited about that. I was just excited about the hat. Yeah, man. I just... The Halloween event has probably been the better events that I've participated in Animal Crossing, but it just didn't do as much as I wanted. So, yeah, this is more of just a talk about how disappointed I am. 
<laughs> that more than anything like i just i want i want i want animal crossing to be more but i felt like i've already done everything and all these special events just give you kind of a week's worth of stuff to do yeah i don't know it's it's whatever it's fine for halloween i played and finished clock tower for the super famicom so clock tower was a game made by human human games and it's about a girl and it's there's no attacking there's no nothing you just kind of have to survive things randomly discover things it's such it's it's so up in the air type of game it was it's always like something i've wanted to play and complete and i did last night it took me about two hours and 12 minutes uh, i did follow a guide i thought it was really cool but because it was an emulation it was i was running it off an emulator on my uh, super nintendo mini uh, halfway through the, st the stream, I ended up dying. I was able to continue the game where I left off, but it messed up the sound. So when your character Jennifer is walking, it sounded like, and then after a while, no sound whatsoever on her steps. There was other sound in the game, but her stepping around, it was, so it was just quiet. Like she'd be running, but you wouldn't hear steps. But um, as a game, I thought it was cool. Like how it, how I was able to go through it. Uh, some of the creepy stuff in it. I enjoyed it. Clock Tower for the Famicom. So it was cool. Were there any parts that, were, that scared you? Um, there was stuff I already knew. So I, I'd already played it before and already knew what was coming and some of the, some of the kills and some of the, the scares. Um, but there was, because I was following a guide, it follows you through a guide. So you're, you kind of avoid to get a better ending uh, some of the kills because some of the girls get killed in certain ways. So I only discovered two kills, but other ones I kind of avoided. So I didn't get to see everything. But there are like little, little, little things, even though it's like an old 16-bit game. There's things like there was a painting on the wall. And then when I was looking down, looking at the walkthrough, I remember looking up and then noticed there was blood coming from it. And I was like, oh, dude, there's blood right there. You know, and everyone on the stream was just like, yeah, it didn't have blood before. Or just seeing eyes in a window, you know, it just it didn't like just jump at me or anything it's just like you just see eyes open up and you're like oh shit so there's there's things in it there's stuff that was creepy but i kind of knew what was coming you know what i mean the, the if somebody would, what's up if somebody were to play it like for the first time ever would they would they get scared i think so yeah they would get scared but i could also see it be frustrating because in that game um a lot of it is trial and error meaning that you go through it and then like oh i went into the kitchen and then when i opened the meat locker there's a ton of cockroaches and they kill me like how do i pass this well you had to go in one room and pick up the insecticide it's like how do i know that trial and error you just find it and then you have to use that insecticide before you open it up so you know what i mean like without that guide i wouldn't have known i probably would have gotten more frustrated uh but then if you knew that was a type of game you know it's trial and error and also certain rooms like hey you have to go into the um religious dining room or the kitchen room there are specific rooms that could either be on the second floor or it could be on the first floor it's random so it's a lot of like okay where's what's where okay it's not here so it might be in these two other spots but i didn't know that until i read that guide telling me that so if you were playing the game originally and then you were like oh i want to get a better ending and then you're like oh okay i know where the the study room is i'll go over here and it's a completely different room i could see where you're like oh i guess i'm wrong like you don't know you know and again that stuff could be fun because you know it's random but you get what i'm saying like yeah like procedural yeah procedure generated kind of 
but as but as something like playing, I had a good time. I don't know if it was fun streaming though, <laughs> especially when the emulation messed up and there was no sound. And I don't I don't know how great that was, but I I still had a good time with it. But yeah, uh, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. So see you in a bit. So, we've missed a lot. The past two weeks, we've been gone two weeks, but it felt like it's been a while. So we're going to get straight to some of the stuff that we haven't really tackled yet. It's more of a discussion, something I kind of want to talk to you guys about. Nintendo announced Fire Emblem Shadows Dragon and the Blade of Light. It's the first Fire Emblem game coming to the Nintendo Switch in December. December 4th, we are getting that. It is an older NES game. But it came out for the Famicom, and now it's coming to the Nintendo Switch. But this is different. This isn't coming to Nintendo Switch Online. This is actually something you pay for. You're actually going to buy it for $5.99. It's going to have newer features. It's going to be completely, for the first time, translated in English. It's going to have special things where you can fast-forward, save points, go back to turns. All this stuff that you can do in this new... Not new, new updated version, but they tweaked the original ROM version. So it's a special version. But here's a catch, though. You guys know what the catch is? No. This, like Super Mario Bros. 3D All-Stars, is only available till March 31st, 2021. So you can only purchase it up until that time. After that, it is delisted. It's back in the Nintendo Vault. Not only did they announce that, they also announced the Collector's Edition. For $49.99, which comes with a replica cartridge, replica box, art book, Nintendo Power poster, and all these goodies for $50. That is also limited, of course. But the biggest thing is a lot of people are upset about this thing that Nintendo has been doing with 3D All-Stars, with Fire Emblem, about it being a limited time and you can't buy it. Even digitally, you can't buy it. What do you guys think of that? First of all, it it the biggest thing for me is that I didn't even know this was a thing, and <laughs> I'm not a really a Fire Emblem fan, so mm-hmm. it's not even a big thing to me. I I don't I don't know. Yeah, it didn't, that does nothing for me. That although it's find it kind of crazy that they found a way to charge fifty dollars for a special. Is it you're saying fifty bucks? Fifty bucks. And the yeah. game's five. The game's five ninety nine. Whew. That's good on them i'm sure i'm sure it'll be good stuff though i mean you know for fans of the series yeah but uh all in all man i mean i don't i don't i mean it's no different than like when the mcrib comes <laughs> and mcdonald's and I'll they pay say it's here for a limited time only that's how they make it that's what makes the frenzy it's like limited time and it's like as far as games go with nintendo i mean yeah it'd be great if games like you know, like, I guess we're just used to games, you know, once they're they're on sale, you just, you just get them. But, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, like, shit like this happens in, in other forms. Like, games get delisted or something happens and, you know. And I think Nintendo's just taking advantage of the opportunity to go ahead and do that and make it, like, you know, make something that, I mean, if I'm going to be fully honest, isn't a huge, 
I, look, I know there's fans of the series, but I don't think this is as big of. A, I don't think this is really a big thing. Yeah. In, in in a lot of ways, but then when you tell people you can only get it till this day, it kind of makes it a bigger thing. Yeah. Because now people are like, "Well, I, I got to get it now," you know, mm-hmm. and probably fans or maybe so let's say fans of the newer stuff who never played the old stuff who may not have all that been all that interested in going backwards and playing might be like oh maybe i should spend you know it's five dollars or six dollars or whatever it is and maybe i should go back and buy it and you know um and just people who you know are just hardcore nintendo who maybe aren't even fans of the series are like well i want to try one of the earliest things out and it's a limited time thing people are always into like trying to you know like into limited time shit so you know it's you know I'm, I'm sure a lot of people dislike it but i mean if you don't like it well you know i mean just well, fucking buy it when it's available i mean i'm not trying to clown anybody or you know talk about people's money status but it's, it's six dollars so i mean you're gonna have time to get it so just get it yeah uh you you told me about it uh was it last week i looked i think you showed it to me i thought it was it, it was cool i like it but i'm not i'm not a fan of the the series either so i I mean, for whoever, like you, you're gonna get it, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So, like, for people that actually like the series, it's it's dope, but not it's not for me. I think, I, but it, I could see somebody paying. What is it? Fifty? How much did you say? Fifty bucks? It's fifty bucks for the collector's one. Yeah. I mean, but like, either way, like if if it's a collector set and it has a that, it's a very unique set. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna be like a, a huge collector's item in, in yeah. the future. That's, I mean, it's cool for collectors. But on on, on, on that too, like I, I agree with you guys. I think this is more for people who are fans, and I've become a fan of Fire Emblem more during when it was an Awakening. So I'm a, a newer fan, but I look, I would like to, I'm interested in diving in and trying the the original old one. But I know it's gonna be rough. You know, I know it's gonna be clunky, maybe, and a bit more difficult than what I'm probably used to with the newer stuff. But I'm still very curious, and I still want to see, like, oh, how was the first game? You know, it never it never came out in America. I wanted to try it out. But what do you guys think of of Nintendo doing this limited thing? Like they've limited stuff before, as in like limited edition things, like oh, collector's edition stuff. But them actually limiting a game, meaning you can no longer get this game. Like, we've felt that, okay, with the Mario All-Stars, maybe they'll do, like, they'll sell that later. Like, individually, you know? But with this Fire Emblem, the game itself, which is just $5.99, why not just keep it up? They're not losing anything. Like, have the limited edition thing that's actual physical? Yeah, that's limited. But why... Why do you guys think they're... I mean, you've already kind of mentioned why you think they do it, but do you like what they're doing with these limited release things and you can no longer get it again? Or, like, what do you guys think of that? It's also, it's also in my opinion, a way for them to not have to support. Uh, you, you know what I mean? Like, as far as patches or bugs or if anything like that it goes on was... Now, I'm not saying all games. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I mean, it depends. But, like, you know, it gives them an out to be like, all right, we're going to have it off for this long. And you'll be able to do this, this, or that. And then after a while, we're done. Like, that's it. Yeah. I mean, not, not that they'll do that. But I'm just saying, like, again, it's just, it's it's cut and dry. They're letting you know. It's it's a hype thing also. Mm-hmm. It's just, hey, you can get it for this time. And then afterwards, it's gone. And yeah. it's a small game. And it probably, in the scope of things, it really doesn't mean shit to them. But... You know, if they spin it like that and go, hey, you got, you know, five days to get this game, you know, yeah. we're probably going to drum up some more sales and 
you know, really there's nothing really. Can you really get like people that are mad about it? Like how can you really get that mad over it? Like I, I understand like, <laughs> like yeah, are you, you know, not like, going to get it kind of thing? Yeah. Like if like, yeah. like I understand if you're, if you're, or, or even if you are going to get it, you're like, it's not fair that they're going to stop selling it at this point. But I'm like, well then just, just buy it. And then you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. And like for the people like they're going to give the dates and for the people that are like, like the person that waits till the following day, like the day after to go buy it and be like, and like complains, I would just be like, well, you're a fucking idiot because yeah. you already knew when to buy it. So just buy it. So, yeah. I mean, you know, really, as long as they're giving the date and they're not lying about anything, I really have an issue with them doing what they want. You know, if you want it, get it. Mm -hmm. And you can't really get mad because it's like, are they cheating you out of anything? No, mm -hmm. they're not. They're telling you this is what our plans yeah. are. All right. So, guys, I think Nintendo paid attention to us. I think Nintendo heard our podcast and said, you know what? I think we're going to do this because Beto, Joe, and Jesse wanted it. Super Mario 3D All-Stars will add inverted camera options in November. Confirmed in a tweet from Nintendo Europe Twitter account, we see pictures of inverted camera options in the settings menu for Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy. Update version 1.10 will be added on November 17th and includes options to invert the camera both in third and first person modes separately. Inverted camera controls have been requested by fans ever since the game launched without them. So this is a welcome addition for fans. Good. Adds a little option. I mean, it's not going to fix all the camera issues that mm -hmm. those games have, but I mean, you know, adds a little something. Yeah, there's not much you can do about Mario 64's camera, but... Why wasn't this there to begin with, Joe? It's rushed. Probably oversight. Yeah. I mean, you have to think there's probably a lot going on that they didn't really. They, you know, I'm sure their their main concern was just, they just get it out there. Let's get the game out there at the original way, and then they're like, oh, yeah, I guess we should have done that. And then oh, we forgot to do that. Yeah, probably something as simple as that. So talking about the Fire Emblem release that I just mentioned right now, there have also been a lot of vocal people who have said. You're seeing this Fire Emblem come out, and it has so much improvements. Like I said, rewinding, save features, all this stuff. And the Mario Collection, celebrating Mario's 35th anniversary, was just, like Bethel said, just put out. You know, you see two different things. Yeah, but you're talking... I think you're talking about an 8-bit game, though. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's that difficult to... I, be real, I don't think it was going to be that difficult for them to spruce that up. And make it, and also they're charging money for this, so I'm sure they were like, "Yeah, let's do a couple of things to make it worth people's while to pay six dollars for something that, let's be real, people can probably um, find an emulation." Yeah, exactly, and do, mm -hmm. and give them a reason to buy this, mm -hmm. you know, as opposed to taking three, you know, games that are maybe, you know, like in the scope of things, they're not large games as big as they were anymore, but they're still pretty, pretty hefty, and then to go in there and add. Like, I mean, I don't know, like, what what more, you don't have to worry about cameras, or you can't, you don't have to worry about stuff like that in an 8-bit release, mm -hmm. whereas, you know, there's a lot, it's a lot more uh, complicated when you're talking about larger games, and, you know, the stuff that's involved with them, so, I mean, eh, it's just people looking for fucking reasons to complain again, man, I don't like, it's really, like, you know, just be happy, you, you know, in this case, I know sometimes people say, like, no, like, I know when EA or someone does like that, it's it's common for people to be like, well, just be happy you're getting this. And a lot of times, you know, when you're talking about publishers, 
I go, no, that is bullshit, you know? Mm -hmm. It shouldn't be because there's certain things that they should do. And in this case, you know, Nintendo's really not... I don't really see them doing anything wrong with the, the way they're going about things, you know? They haven't lied about anything, about yeah. what they're releasing. And they're, they're doing what they do, so it's like, it's hard to complain. Yeah, of course, there's always going to be, you know, God, I, I, I wish Sunshine was the 1080p and remastered and, and redone. And, you know, of course, that'd be great. But then we probably wouldn't have gotten out this year. And also Nintendo, I feel like, you know, they don't, when it comes to, I mean, I think with when it comes to Mario, it, it always seems like that's the franchise to me that they're always, they're, they're constantly forward thinking. They're always trying to move it forward. They're trying mm -hmm. to upgrade. They're less about going back with Mario. I, in, I'm just saying in certain... Like, I know they rehash these games, but I always feel like they're looking for... They're always... We talked about, like, when we talked about the Mario games recently, you know, they're looking for little hooks to kind of make it go forward in a way. Yeah. I don't know if I'm saying it right. Um, where I look at series like Zelda. Zelda's one... I mean, those games are a lot bigger. There's a lot more to them, so it's it's in their interest to like re kind of rehash those. Yeah. Um. I mean, obviously, the original games have been released. The Mario games have been released a million times. Mm -hmm. But you know, truthfully, outside of outside of uh, 64, the other 3D games hadn't been released. So it's like you know, it's it's their first time, and it's you know. Sony Interactive Entertainment CEO Jim Ryan says PlayStation 5 demands appear to be very considerable based on the number of pre-orders in the United States. Ryan spoke about the consumer demand for PS5 on October 27th and said the demand has expressed by the level of pre-orders has been very, very considerable. Ryan said that Sony's pre-sold as many PS5s in the first 12 hours of pre-orders in the United States as were sold in the first 12 weeks of pre-orders for PlayStation 4. While Ryan wouldn't talk specific numbers as it relates to PS5 pre-orders, one can infer that the number must be quite high. Exact PS4 pre-order numbers aren't known, but we know it surpassed 1 million pre-orders worldwide by July 2013, which is four months before the console's launch, and over 1 million PS4ers were sold within the console's first 24 hours. What I want to ask you guys is, with the news of this, with the news of the pre-order selling faster in the first 12 hours than to the 12 weeks of the PS4. How much of that do you think is the hype of people wanting a next-gen console? And did waiting this long to announce the date and the price of the PlayStation 5, did that help him? Is this why we're seeing those numbers? Or do you think we're just seeing the numbers because people wanted it? I think it's a lot of things. I mean, right now, like, like how we're we're all saying everybody's staying home playing games and like even like retro games are are selling like crazy like super high priced and like people want the next thing now so like people are probably getting tired of that maybe there there's some people that fucking can spend the money to buy new consoles mm -hmm. um so they're they're ready for the next thing but how fucking wrong were we to uh, to say that <laughs> Sony should delay the consoles like we were talking about the whole time. Hey, we're not I want to say Joe said that a lot. Okay. Oh, no, I was agreeing, dude. I thought, I thought we, they should have fucking done No, I was I, like, yeah, man. I, mean, I, like, I wasn't more fortune tellers, but I, I you know, thought it would have been a good idea. But, I mean, clearly the demand's there. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's one of those things where, like you said, it's like a perfect storm of, of things, you know, between the hype. Um, I think for them, 
COVID, this this whole pandemic thing was a, a I mean in video for video games in general uh, the pandemic was a crazy thing because it just led to you know more sales um, and you know you just you couple that with what with the release of the consoles and you know probably gameplay being at a at an all-time i'm not gonna say a record high but probably being mm-hmm. at an all-time high with people spending a lot of more time at home it yeah. just made for a perfect storm of of consequences situation i mean situations that led to like yeah everyone just like wanted to get one yeah like we all we all play a lot of video games but joe you play the least out of all of us is this the most amount of time that you've played video games this year probably yeah yeah, I feel like you've. I mean, we've all been, I mean, especially with Madden, but I feel like a lot of us have been playing a lot of. Well, yeah, because I ended up not now that I haven't been really been uh, training as much. Yeah, um, I'm at home, so yeah, I play. But I'm at, I've actually played a couple of different. You know, I play multiple games. You know, I was, you know, Game Pass. You know, I maybe yeah. haven't been on it as much, but yeah, I still use it. I've been playing stuff off of that. Well, um, don't forget too, Joe. You did your freaking Mega Man marathon too. I did. So yeah, you had, like all this thing all yeah. first started. Yeah, it's like a bunch every of damn fun. game. You know, I'm surprised I didn't, you know, and I think this year for, especially this year, uh, uh, Madden became my, my, my destiny <laughs> of other, of, of other years <laughs> where it, you know, took over and, you know, just, um, yeah, you know, just the time was there to, to actually put into it and, you know, you know it's still not like, it's not an easy thing for me to get like long periods, long hours just to yeah. play these things. It's just, you know, it, it just happened to go that way, but yeah, man, I'm still, I'm, I'm like, I'm a little concerned because I'm, I mean, you know, I ain't got my Amazon email telling me when I'm getting my damn thing, so I'm like, yeah. man, I begin at day one. Who knows what's happening yeah. there? Amazon ain't saying shit about anything. I think yeah. next week you'll get something. We'll see. My guess. Probably. Usually that week before. Yeah. Yeah. I'm um, an email saying you're fucked, passed <laughs> out. Um, how much do you guys think this? Because we talked about like, man, it it feels. We're waiting so long to find out what's the price, what does this look like? Like Sony and Microsoft were kind of holding a lot of that stuff behind, except for Microsoft did show off what the console looked a year before, close to a year before. How much do you think, yeah, the pandemic with everything that's going on, the interest was high, of course, but do you think them waiting till the almost last possible second to reveal this? Because even I'm thinking about, oh, dude, that was just a few weeks ago. But it felt like they announced that months ago, even though it wasn't. How much do you think that helps? Like, honestly, hey, this is the price. This is how it looks. It's out in two months. Or wait, one month, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah around one yeah. month. They, they were like, it's out in Nixon. How much did that help, too? How much did that create? the need for it like oh instead of like oh they announced it in july and you have like four months four or five months i feel like it, it helped a lot because i mean we were even talking about this with uh how much did it help uh a nintendo with with their their announcement of the switch with it was what, like three months ahead of uh it was of real- was it a january no it was january they announced it and it came out in march, and then march. march. so it was the same so like- thing like they're doing so I'm, I'm pretty sure that just like, oh, what the fuck? That's coming out this early, and then and people get so excited for it, and then they eventually buy it. And fucking uh, Switch sold like a motherfucker too. So, I mean, uh, it might, might not sell as much. The, the these consoles might not sell as much as that, but I feel like there's a lot of hype behind them already. Yeah, I know. I don't know, man. Like, I it's an interesting time because I mean, you know, we're 
We'll never, Ooh. we'll never know what would have happened if none of this happened. Yeah. If the pandemic didn't happen. We don't know if this was their strategy. We could say it was always in July, but we didn't know what was really going to happen. To be honest, we don't know what we what we know what was what was history before that they always did it during E3, right? Maybe that would have been the strategy. But maybe they were going to follow Nintendo's strategy. Maybe, maybe, for all we know, maybe it was going to be PlayStation. Maybe they were going to let Microsoft announce it at E3, and they were going to wait till this time. Again, we will never, ever know. But I think this much hype, like the thing you can pre-order a month before it comes out, I would not be surprised if that is how it will be going forward now. You get what I'm saying? Like, I could see that. Maybe we'll get, like, more stuff shown at E3, but I could see this being the norm. If it they, they They're the only ones who have the numbers. They're the only ones who can see how much this probably affected it. But then, again, you have everything else, so it could be a lot of things. But I, e- I could see this thing happen. What's up? E3 was totally being de-emphasized as, yeah. as the time oh, was going on anyway. Sony wasn't so even going to be there. Yeah, and so that's what I'm saying. So it's like it's like that was already going to be a non uh, non thing. I mean, you know, I really Microsoft's the only one that seemed to have still been doing something with them. But at this point, and I think even now with Microsoft doing their own things, I'm like, you might as well just you know call it. I think E3 is going to be dead, you know. But um, you know, I I don't even like you said like I don't know whether or not doing how, doing it how they did. I mean. You know, for all the talk, we, we've spot, talked about how, like, how, you know, e, you know, they're releasing these consoles. And it's an interesting time because they're releasing these consoles and there's so few, uh, ex- f- there's so few first party exclusives for both consoles. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so, so few, actually, so few that, like, it really does make it the few that Sony has seems like it's a lot when you compare it to what the microsoft has you know what i mean yeah like really they there's nothing you know on, on that end it's just like you uh, launch titles in general though yeah and but it's still like you know people are still gonna you know clamor for stuff and you know also people knowing that they can play their old games you know i'm sure that's that's you know a good thing too you know re- regardless of which console you're you're getting um but yeah no, it's just it's gonna be an interesting thing to see just how how it all plays out you know and yeah like you're saying like i don't think there'll ever be another uh i mean no i mean never say never i hope never in these circumstances but yeah it's not gonna have know what that's like again probably for a while Mm -hmm. to see something release with such you know like in in the the state of basically the world you know what i mean yeah um yeah we're not we don't live in that world where none of that stuff was gonna happen and with Sony not being at E3, maybe they were going to bring back the PlayStation experience in August or September. For all we know, that could have been their plan. We'll never know. It's hard to tell. Gentlemen, Cyberpunk 2077 is coming out on November. Oh, wait. Sorry, guys. Cyberpunk 2077 got delayed. For when, Joe? 2077. 20. <laughs> like, fucking 30 years from now. It's December December 10th now for CD Projekt Red's Cyberpunk 2077. Now, they did say that the reason why a lot of stuff got delayed is for extra things, but they're juggling multiple versions of Cyberpunk for PC, 
for next gen consoles for current gen consoles they're juggling all this thing so that's why they had to delay it from november to december what does what, go I mean. what does going gold mean anymore I mean, going gold, technically, the way I always heard it was, was basically the game was finished. It was a completed version of the game. Um, and outside of patches or, you know, like, you know, stuff like that, that are still going to go into it, which were clearly becoming a more common thing. The game, for the most part, was complete. It was ready and more or less ready to for a qualification to be sold, like mm -hmm. to go into the rotation. Um yeah, I mean, you know what, like, it's it's never a bad thing, you know, I always say, uh, take as much time as you need to get what you gotta do with these games, and I get this is a time where multiple versions of everything are being released, um, I, I do feel bad though, you know, obviously, we've heard, we've heard the stories of CD Projekt Red with, you know, the crunch, oh, yeah. and, and it's actually, I, I read something recently too, where they kind of made it seem like it wasn't that bad, the crunch, <laughs> and then ended up internally sending an email to their their workers basically apologizing for stating that um that's not good man like you know what i mean but you know i don't know man i've never been a part of the crunch you know you have some people that say you know that's just a part of the industry um and, and you know I, I i don't know i don't know myself you know i'll never probably never know what it's like to work under those conditions but you know sometimes you know there's very rarely positive stories that you hear about of of that crunch time so you know it's so whenever you hear it you just go ooh, I feel bad for those people yeah. you know those long hours um i you know if you got to do it you got to do it i would say you know if it's got to be done make sure that you're taking care of your people you know make sure that they're getting if they got to work long hours you better be spoiling the hell out of them in other ways when you can unfortunately you hear a lot of stories where people are just basically you know like we're like management is just like well it's mandatory and you know not basically not giving a shit about them yeah. so you know and, and that sucks um but i hope you know i mean i hope i hope those are i hope they're while they're finishing this game up i hope their employees are well taken care of and you know i think beto you had mentioned because we had talked about this this week about cd projects red cd project red cyberpunk 2077 you said, and I think we, you echoed what I felt, maybe not you to the extent that you did, because I was just like, cool, um, it saves me money for that time because there's a lot of stuff coming out in November. I could wait till December. But even you mentioned that as well, but you're like, you know what, I probably won't even get it in December because this is a game that I'll probably spend like maybe an hour or two on and then I'll leave it off to the side. Because, you know, Bethel will be busy playing, finishing up Persona 5 Royale. Um, I gotta finish that yet. Still, I gotta finish uh, uh, Ghost of Tsushima too. Yeah. Oh. Uh, um. But yeah. Even like <sighs> we have, we have this thing, and we've talked about this before. And Joe, get ready because I know how this gets you. We already have people online threatening people who work at CG Project Red, threatening them, telling them to release it now. As always, I think we always say that. Uh. There's no point in harassing or threatening people's lives at all for a fucking video game. Go to the corner, put your thumb in your fucking mouth, go cry, have those your people, tantrum, and then get over it. Those people that come that threaten like these companies to fucking release a game, I want the company to be like, okay, we'll release it, and then you play it, and like you play it, like this game's fucking broken, it doesn't work, like that's why we're fucking delaying. 
I want a company to actually be like, no, 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 you know what? Go ahead and come and fucking try to hurt us. And then, like, they hire just big fucking security guards that, and then just record them beating the shit out of these fucking <laughs> little, uh, these, most of these dudes who are either fucking super skinny and angry or just like fucking losers that don't do anything. I hate saying that, but yeah, if you're fucking making threats, yeah, I'm not, I don't feel bad. Someone that's just making fucking threats to people, yeah. that's trying to threaten people because they can't release your game, you're probably a fucking loser. You have every right to be upset about something. You do. If if this happens and you're like, oh man, that sucks, I was looking forward to it. You have every right to be upset. You have every right to be like, damn it, that sucks, I'm mad. But you have no right to threaten somebody. You can be upset, but don't fucking take it that far. You know what I mean? Like, you can be upset. We all, people get upset. When their favorite team loses a game, you know, but you don't go and say like, I'm going to fucking threaten those players that are on my team and tell them you, I'm going to kill. There's people like that, but like, you can always be upset about something, but to vocalize it that way, I think is wrong. I don't even think upset's the right fucking word for it, man. I I don't, I like, like to be, that's why I'm saying upset. Cause you should only, if you're upset, that's fine. But if you're threatening and being malicious and want to kill somebody, that's wrong. Like, if the game that you want to play so badly doesn't come out a month beforehand, I, in my opinion, the best you get is disappointment. Yeah. You can be disappointed. But I don't yeah. even see, like, the point for me. I'm like, I'm not going to get mad because guess what? It's still going to come out. Or just, like, yeah. if you want to get mad, if you want to be upset, it would be like, oh, this game's coming out. And then, like, a month before, they're like, we canceled it. It's never coming out. Then you're like, oh, shit. That then you sucks. send the death. Now you get a little bit mad. That sucks. <laughs> That's, that actually – no, what? What? <laughs> But no, you can like get a little bit more angry or whatever. I don't know, but like you know, you know, if the game, if they tell you like, yeah, it's not gonna be released right now. It's gonna be another month. You can fucking wait, man. All right, yeah. uh, I, you can you well, can wait. There's nothing. There's it's it's really stupid. It's getting to the point now where like everyone, you know, like I don't everyone jumps to these extremes. You know, what? no, no. If you're that mad uh-huh. and the game that you want doesn't come out, I have a great idea for those people. Just hold your breath until it comes out. <laughs> just hold your breath until it comes out. It's fine. Um, More than likely, you're not going to be able to do that. Just play Halo. I don't, think, I don't think I've ever been upset with a game being delayed. I'm just like, oh, I really Me don't. I mean, I've been upset like PT. PT is never. We're not going to fucking see another Silent Hills game made by Kojima. I was like, oh, that fucking sucks. I wanted, it, I wanted that yeah. to come out, but I wasn't like fucking mad. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been mad. I was like, I think, yeah, I've been like, oh, man, that fucking sucks. I think more canceled shit is more sucky. When you hear about a game, like, they worked on this five years ago. They were, like, 90% complete, and they just pulled the plug. You're like, oh, man, that would have been cool to have this game. Did you hear Madden 21 is delayed for next gen? What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Last year was December, no? Huh? December, right, is what they're saying now? They'll probably get delayed again. We've heard uh, nothing about it. They've said nothing. Like, everyone keeps talking about, like, the next gen and, like, what features I'm going to think. It's going to be yeah. the exact same yeah. game, but, like, playable at 4K and maybe, like, maybe a, a, an extra animation here or there. They're going to get extra hair on their arms. That's yeah. all it's going to be. I'm people, already, people, I'm people already prepared like, for it. People are thinking, oh, it's, it's completely rebuilt. It's like, no, no it's not. But okay. if you tell me, like, that's the thing what I'm saying. Is, like, if you tell me that it's going to have, like, no load times, then I'm like, cool. That that makes things faster. I'll yeah. still play it. Like, I'm still going to play it. It's not wrong. You're talking to the company that just reissued, what was it, FIFA 18 on the Switch for a third year in the row or something? Yeah. About the, that? It's 21 Legacy Edition or some bullshit like that. And it's on just a Switch? reissue of the 2018 version of yeah, FIFA? Yeah, they just put the updated rosters. That's all they do. Wow. 
like Fuck. the new kits and stuff like that. That's that's really all they've been doing for like the last few years with that game. But like, yeah, like you know, like uh, it's just it's all kind of silly to me, man. When people get that worked up about it, or mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. Halo Infinite project director Chris Lee has left the project after following a delay that will see the next Master Chief adventure released in 2021 instead of this holiday. Lee confirmed the departure to Bloomberg News. In a statement, Lee said, I have stepped back from Infinite and am looking at future opportunities. I believe in the team and I am confident they will deliver a great game and now is a good time for me to step away. Lee is the latest top director to depart the project after creative director Tim Longo left 343 in 2019, followed by lead producer Mary Olsen. Halo veteran Joe Staten now leads the single-player campaign development, and Pierre Hentes is leading multiplayer. Chris Lee remains at Microsoft, a Microsoft employee, and while he has stepped back from Halo Infinite for right now, he appreciates all he has done for the project to date. Microsoft said in a statement provided to Bloomberg, Halo Infinite was originally slated to be a launch game alongside the Xbox Series X this holiday, but was delayed until 2021 for further develop and refine the project after a tepid reveal over the summer. However, Xbox Series X boxes still include pictures of Master Chief as part of the original launch plan. Is he the guy that jumped on like a couple months ago? He was like, he no. Went with the lore? No, that no, was no, the that's, guy that that's was Joe original. Staten. That's yeah. Joe Staten, okay. who just recently... Like, if, I was gonna be like, "Damn, already!" <laughs> if this if this game can both come out in 2021 mm-hmm. and be good, whew, that's that's a tall order at this point. Do honestly, I I I said this last time we talked about it. Then bringing back Joe Staten, one of the guys who was the creator of the lore, I believe, who was a part of the original Halo. If you're bringing this guy back, do you really think this guy's going to be like, we're going to follow what this team was doing? No, you bring him back, you do what he wants to do. And I think maybe, again, this is all, this is just feeling. I don't know shit. I'm guessing, freaking, I'm guessing that Mr. Chris Lee here was just like, Hey, this guy wants to do his own thing. He doesn't want to do what we've been working on already for probably about a few years already and dumped all this money. I'm out. Like, there's no yeah, point. Because you were steering the boat. Now someone's coming in and being like, no, now it's my turn. We're going to go this direction. You're like, then what What else do I have to do here? Like, he, it I wouldn't think surprise me either if we hear at some point down the road that they basically like threw out what was there of the game and redid it in like a short amount of time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it, they're not saying anything of that sort, but I, I would not surprise me if, like, that game finally releases, good or bad, and then, like, two months later, Kotaku puts out one of those exposés where, like, yeah, they basically threw out the old, uh, the, what was supposed to be the original Halo Infinite, and then created one in X amount of months or something like that. Like, at this point, that would not surprise me at all. Well, this reminds me of um, Uncharted 4. Remember that? That yeah. was being made by, I forget her name. The original creator of it, some sort of thing happened. She left Naughty Dog and uh, Neil Druckmann took over. And then that had to be like completely recast. The story was completely changed. Um, originally, God, you you like this actor, Bethel, because of his name. Um, Alan Tudyk? Yeah, Alan he, Tudyk. He was originally in a version of Uncharted 4, but after she was had left... He had no part of this new story, and he said, "Like, yeah, we did some stuff, and I'm not a part of this anymore, and that's it." 
you know so i could see this happening because i really do not like at joe stan i don't see him just following what they were doing what why are you laughing no, i'm just laughing at two two dick <laughs> um th- 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 again like you said joe be a hundred percent surprised if halo infinite still comes out in 2021 yeah. And I will be 100% surprised if the the idea or the scope of what Halo Infinite was supposed to be, the kind of openish world is still there. You get what I'm saying? Like so a lot of this like yeah, it's I don't know, man. I, I even I was like once they said Joe Staten was coming back, I was like there's no way. There's no way that this is not going to get like completely changed. Yeah. Any other I... what what's up? No, I'm just saying, like, uh, it'll be interesting to see if, if, uh, yeah, like at this point, it's interesting to see whatever they come up with. At this point, shouldn't they just, like, release the multiplayer? Because didn't they say something about the multiplayer was just going to be free to play anyway? I think they, it sounded like it was done, right? Or, like, it was pretty much like it sounded like if they could do anything, it would be that. Yeah. That's crazy how quickly that changed with that reveal. And how everybody was like, what is this? And how quickly they just flipped on that? What were you going to say, Bella? I saw a guy with a, a Halo tattoo on his neck right here. It's fucking huge. Really? Yeah. I and mean, I had my mask on and shit. I was at work. And he turned around and I looked at his neck. And I was like, oh my God. I just did <laughs> Hey, man. He, you know, he's a fan. Can't hate that. You know, fans are going to get their tattoos. It's cool. Yeah, you're right. Um, I mean, you can get a tattoo of a good franchise, though. You know? Here's the thing, though. I would love... Okay, if like Joe said, let's say they do pull off a miracle and it releases in 2021, but it's such a bare-bones version of it, I will stand up and applaud if the Halo Infinite ends with Master Chief turning to the camera and going, let's finish this fight, and then credits, just like they did with Halo nah, 2. I got the ending right there. Perfect yeah. ending. Your watch. Uh, it's... Master Chief, he's on a in a car. He's on the passenger side. Cortana is on the on the. I mean, sorry. Master Chief's on the driver's side. Cortana's on the dri- uh, passenger side. And then they go fly up in the air in the sky, right? And then they look behind. They look behind each other and stuff, right? And then just says the end. You talking about a Grease ending? Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> yeah, this is it's gonna be interesting to see how much this develops for and that's crazy. Aren't the toys out already? The monster energy drink stuff is out, the toys are already out. Like Yeah, Mito has a monster energy drink for his double XP for Halo Infinite. This marketing stuff was done way ahead of time. Insane yeah. how like that shit is way ahead of time. If you get these toys and none of those characters show up in the game. Then those toys would be expensive, right? I would think so. Right? Possible. This is crazy, man. I'm I'm very interested in where this goes. It's insane. Any final words on Halo Infinite? Not surprised. So, I'm pretty sure you guys didn't see this, but we're going to run through. Nintendo had another Direct Mini 
partner showcase for this week. They announced a few things. They announced Bravely Defaults 2 being released February 26, 2021. Not only is Bravely Default 2 coming out next year, but right now you can play a demo of the game. Also, they showed Immortal Phoenix Rising for the Nintendo Switch. That one's coming out in December. Uh, Story of Seasons Pioneers of Olive Town will arrive on the Switch in 2021, March 23rd, 2021. Uh, a game called Part-Time UFO from the developers of the Kirby series is now available on Switch. Think Snipper Clips. Um, I heard it was a mobile game. I think it was a mobile game that only came out in Japan, but it's uh, now on the Switch. I heard it was pretty fun as a co-op uh, title. Then other stuff like Tropico 6, Surviving the Aftermath, Bakugan Champions of the Vestora, <laughs> Vestora, Griftland. And those were some of the quick games, but... There's a few I want to talk and see what you guys think about. They announced Hitman 3 coming to the Nintendo Switch and Control Ultimate Edition. You guys are probably thinking, whoa, Control and Hitman 3 are coming to the Nintendo Switch? Yes, but with a little asterisk. Is it These... Control Go or Hitman Go? <laughs> no. These are going to be cloud versions of both games. Now, if you guys remember, a few years back, we had discussed in Japan, they did a cloud service version of Resident Evil 7 for the Nintendo Switch. So they're finally actually bringing that over here to America for the first time with Hitman 3 and Control Ultimate Edition. They also did it for Assassin's Creed, whichever the one was in Egypt. Uh, they did it for the Switch in Japan too. Control came out the day that the showcase is out so you can do that right now you can play and download control right now and play it on the nintendo switch again i think you do have to purchase it but it's a cloud-based version um the hitman one isn't out till january 2021 people have already talked about playing control on the nintendo switch so you have some options where you can choose if you want better type of like frame rate or if you want it more visually to be better you have two options with the streaming service I think it was the one that just had to do with frame rate ran better, but it chugged a bit more if you chose the graphic option. But they said it actually didn't control bad. It actually did fine. But I just want to know, what do you guys think of that? Uh, them finally bringing cloud service games to the Nintendo Switch. It's just a matter of time. I mean, when you bring up the stuff that they were already doing in Japan, um, it was only going to be a matter of time, and you know it makes sense. Those, you know, some of the larger games I think are were going to be too difficult to really get running on the Switch in a cartridge form, or just too large in general to put on, you know, for storage purposes. So, mm. um, it makes sense. I don't know, you know, obviously, like I'd be interested to see how how I think you're really going to be limited to what games. Um, I'm thinking like story-driven games, you know, something exactly like Control or, or something like um, Hitman would probably be the best options, stuff like that. But I mean, I, you know, once you start delving into games where you need like precise timing and, you know, like the latency yeah. is important. Like, I don't think you're ever really going to want to see a fighting game on there. And, you know, obviously maybe even like racing games and stuff like that. But, you know, some of the basic you know, like your Assassin's Creeds and stuff like that, I think will probably work fine. Those type types of games will probably work okay for the most part. 
just obviously depending on your on your internet uh your uh your wi-fi or your internet just in general mm-hmm. so yeah i i probably wouldn't really be fond of trying like if there's another way for me to play those games i'm gonna go for them but i yeah. mean if there's no other option you know okay that's good it's, at least you have the option mm-hmm. and you might see more or who knows i mean depending on what happens you might see more of these larger type games just go that route and on on the switch you know especially uh third party games you know a lot of times people are like well you know playstation and xbox got this game but the switch didn't get get it this may be now you know a way for switch to get some of those games that you wouldn't really expect them to get yeah that's true without and also because of the fact that they're streaming without the without the uh as much of a concern for loss of fidelity in the visuals, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, having having it be streamed, uh, you know, you may you might not have to worry about it looking good. Obviously, the trade off is you know the the latency that you're gonna see, you know, that you're gonna experience, you know, as far as and like frame rate and just like the stuff like that in general. But you know, I mean, it's 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 great for people that only have the Switch, so it's they they get to experience all these other games that that are only on uh, other consoles so it's cool but if you have uh, a ps4 or an xbox i don't see really a reason to buy those games on the switch just because they're i mean it's not as you have the, a better I mean, way better of experiencing it on the other consoles huh? you have better you have better devices to experience those games at their yeah, full potential better performance to, yeah yeah but it's cool i mean they're, they're available for for them to play so yeah. Nintendo also showed off Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. While we still have to wait a little bit for the Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, a free demo is now available in the Nintendo eShop. The demo will let you play will let players experience both the action and story of this upcoming prequel to The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Furthermore, the direct revealed that the Divine Beast will also be playable. Now, the demo is the first chapter of Hyrule Warriors. So you can play it up to that point, and when you're done with that, it saves your progress. So when you get the actual game, you can continue on with that. Now, I'm looking forward to Hyrule Warriors, right? That's something I've, I've been into, like the Dynasty Warrior type gameplay stuff because of the Zelda and then also Dragon Quest. Um, but I wanted to see with both of you guys, hearing that the game is out demo form, which is basically kind of the full game, but the first chapter... Are you guys willing to actually download it, try it, and see if you might, you know, since you can have this taste of the first chapter, would you guys be willing to download it, try it, and kind of give us your feedback on it probably next episode? Yeah, try that. Yeah? See if it, uh, you know, we can also check like, oh, hey, yeah, you know what? I would be interested maybe later on getting it, or eh, no. It's what I felt it was going to be, and I'm good. You know, so... You guys down to do that? Yeah. All right, cool. Now, I saved the best for last. I think something we've been looking forward to for a long time. No More Heroes 3 was featured in the Nintendo Direct Mini, but it won't be released until 2021. However, you know what they announced? No More Heroes and No More Heroes 2 Despot Struggle were coming to the Nintendo Switch, and it was released that day. For $17.99, or it's on a special price for $17.99, or you can pay $20 later each for each of those games. Not only 
are we getting No More Heroes 3 next year. But we can catch up on the series if you haven't catched up yet or want an upgraded HD version of the title for your Nintendo Switch. We're getting No More Heroes 1 and 2 for the Switch. What do you guys think? That's pretty fucking cool. I also think, uh, I don't think 2 ever got a, a release. I mean, I know there was parts of 2 that were, uh, like, they think they added parts of 2 in the PlayStation 3 and uh, Xbox 360, like, when it got released there. But I don't think the game as a whole was ever re-released, huh? Oh, re-released? No. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think so. I think because wasn't it in the, was it in the PlayStation Three version? It was like a dream sequence where they added like three or four of the bosses from two on there. I think so, but then I also heard that the PS Three version was shit. I just I just remember them adding like segments, or I think they added yeah. parts from they the second game. I think game they added like two bosses or something like that. Yeah, it was some little weird sequence they added. I remember getting the PS Three version of No More Heroes. I already had the Switch version. But I got the PS3 version of No More Heroes, and I was excited because, oh, you were able to use the Move controllers on PS3, you know, so you can do the stuff with uh, uh, Travis Touchdown, like, just kind of like how you use the uh, Nunchuck and Wii Remote, and it sucked. It did not register shit at all. I thought they were broken, my, my Move controllers, but no, they worked fine on other stuff, but... The movements you were able to do, like, No More Heroes was built around the idea of... The Wii, the, the Wii Nunchuck. Remote, and they did it in a good way, in a way that wasn't overbearing. Or except for when you had to recharge your light. Uh, that was the, the best sword, part, the, the jack-off motion. You're no, like, oh, that, that wasn't. That was never not weird or awkward. Damn, Joe, for real. Did Jessica look at you weird? This was before you guys were married, so she was just like, "Is this what you do all day?" Well, I just played the game at home, so I mean, I don't think she ever. Oh, you really locked the door. Played it at home, locked the door. I just played it at home in my room. <laughs> Beto, what do you think? No more Heroes One and Two for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, it's cool. I'm I'm excited because I never played them, so I get to finally get a chance to play them because I gave up on the Wii within like a month of uh, buying it. <laughs> you stupid hoe. Yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, that is correct, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> That's correct. You are you are not wrong. Um, I think it's cool. I'm excited, but I'm I'm at a crossroads though. What? I don't want to get it digitally. I want to see if they come out with a physical because I would like like a physical version of it. Even though I have it physical already for the Wii, it's like oh, but I want some cool. You know? I want you to suffer. I want Suda to come out with like a two hundred fifty dollar version. <laughs> that that I, is. That, Joe, that. who do you think you're talking to? If Suda comes out with a two hundred fifty dollar version, and all it is. Is Travis Touchdown jerking himself off with that Wii remote? I'm buying it. You and know then you I'm open it and you find out, here's a digital code for the game. <laughs> oh, I won't get it. If it's a digital code, I won't get it. It has a fake cartridge, but it gives you digital code. Yeah. Damn, it opens up. It's like not a real cartridge. You have to take it out, opens up, and it gives <laughs> you the code in there. What if it's, okay, what if it's a collector's edition? You get the game in a cartridge. But the statue is Travis pooping in the 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 toilet when it's saving. Yeah, I don't want any of that. That's cool. No. How's that not cool? 
I don't know. I, hope I don't know. I'm, I'm conflicted because I love those first. I love the mm-hmm. games. I, I do, but I don't know if I necessarily, if I want to necessarily play through them again mm-hmm. because I played, I've played both of them, and I want to say I played both of them multiple times. I mm-hmm. think I played through the first one at least twice. Uh, I played through the second one probably two times, and I don't know. I'm kind of in that like I, I, I think I it's awesome it that it's out. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I don't know if I want to just. I don't know if I really want. At least not right now. Want to go back to it right now? But I'm glad that they're available. Yeah. All right. Well, that's gonna be it for this week. If you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast at gmail dot com or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast. It's thirdpartycontrollerpodcast with a three R D. Thanks for listening. I am your host Jesse P S Libra with. Beto Sparza and drummers, and we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done. Later. So the neighbors, did I tell you? Oh, I did tell you, right? The neighbors are related, not X-rated? <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> okay, you got, oh my God. I, I was going to text this to you, but I forgot. But I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Okay, so I. <laughs> You're fucking reacting. No, okay. This might not be as good, but. Okay, so yeah. I went to go get gas today. What's up, guys? What's up, gentlemen? I mean, Joe. Okay, I went I went to the go get gas today, right? I went up and I said, hey, can I have 40 on number seven? And the girl's like, uh, yeah, are you paying cash or card? And I'm like, oh, cash. She's like, uh, give me a minute. It's probably like, oh, who's even working here? And I'm like, uh, what? And in my mind, I'm like, okay, no, no problem. So I'm just waiting because I guess she has to count the register or whatever. So she's counting yeah. the register. She's like, oh, do you have 220s? And I'm like, no. I just had this 50. She's like, oh, okay. And so I waited. I probably waited a good four minutes. She's like, okay, so that was 40 at number seven? I'm like, yeah. So she gets it, 40 at number seven. She's like, oh, man, this computer. This computer is so 1993. And I'm like, this ni- what? That's amazing. This computer is so 1993. <laughs> Not. You should have said this computer is so 2000 late. <laughs> I was- but what if she had said this computer is so Raven? Oh, <laughs> <laughs>